Welcome to the Daily Dose, where we are currently walking through an overview of the entire Bible. Join us today as we learn the story of Scripture and see God's redemptive plan through Christ from cover to cover. Let's listen to Matt Reister, Director of Christian Crusaders and the Cedar Falls Bible Conference. Today we're going to be in Matthew chapter 2, verses 13 through 15. Pretty short passage and one that's easy to blow over, but it's got some significance in it. And this is right after the wise men we talked about yesterday who came to worship Jesus. They brought gifts of gold, frankincense, and myrrh. Of course, this is when Jesus was in a house. Like we said, the wise men were not at the stable. They weren't at the manger the night Jesus was born. We need to edit our nativity scenes. But they have come and they've been given a message by God. They've been warned, don't go back to Herod and tell him what you have learned because Herod doesn't want to worship this new king the way he says that he does. He wants to kill this king because he's threatened by somebody who is going to vie for the power that he thinks is solely his. So the wise men have gone a different way home to their country and this is where we pick up today's text. Now, when they departed, behold, an angel of the Lord appeared to Joseph in a dream and said, rise, take the child and his mother and flee to Egypt and remain there until I tell you. For Herod is about to search for the child to destroy him. And he rose and took the child and his mother by night and departed to Egypt and remained there until the death of Herod. This was to fulfill what the Lord had spoken by the prophet, out of Egypt I called my son. So a couple things going on here. One thing I love, and we see this all over the Bible, is the sovereign providence of God. God is supernaturally working. He knows exactly what's going on. He's not surprised by anything. He knew Herod was going to want to kill Jesus from before the beginning of human history. So he is just providing the information that Joseph needs at the appropriate time to take the appropriate measures to do what needs to happen for his redemptive plan for the world to advance. Yeah, Herod is powerful. Herod's a king. Herod can do whatever he wants. We're going to learn that tomorrow. And there's a lot of things maybe to be scared about with a guy like Herod, but God is bigger. God is stronger. God is more knowledgeable. And his plan will be accomplished. And that comes by way of a vision to Joseph in a dream. And that's awesome. We can take comfort in a sovereign God whose plan will not be thwarted, and sometimes he'll resort to supernatural means to get that done. I think we also need to mention that Joseph obeyed the dream. He says he rose, took the child and his mother, and departed by night to Egypt. In other words, Joseph was in tune enough with the Lord that when he gets this message in a dream, he's like, I'm going to follow this because I trust the Lord. I know he's good, and I know his plans are the best plans. I wasn't planning on going to Egypt. By the way, Egypt is about 90 miles south of Bethlehem. Some scholars say you get there in a couple days. So Joseph wasn't probably planning to flee, but when the Lord says flee to Egypt, he says, all right, I'm fleeing to Egypt. Change of plans. I'm going to get on God's agenda right now. That's a great lesson for us. We need to have that attitude ourselves. The, yeah, we've got our plans. Many are the plans of man, but the Lord directs his steps. And when that happens, let's willingly have our steps directed by the Lord because he's smarter than us and his plan is better than ours. Now let's get to that last verse. This was to fulfill what the Lord had spoken by the prophet out of Egypt, I called my son. So if you go back to Hosea chapter 11, Hosea is in the Old Testament, one of the minor prophets. We just studied that. We have some daily dose Bible overviews back in the Old Testament. You can go check out if you want. Here's what it says. When Israel was a child, I loved him. And out of Egypt, I called my son. So this is referring to the people of Israel when they were enslaved in Egypt. And how did God call his son, Israel, the people of Israel, the descendants of Abraham, Isaac, and Jacob? How did he call them out of Egypt? Well, you remember it was the 10 plagues and the 
parting of the Red Sea. This is the biggest event in Old Testament history. And so Matthew is trying to connect the dots back to this very, very significant event, which everyone would know and say, you remember, just like God called his children, his son, out of Egypt, uh, so was he also prophesying that he was going to call his son out of Egypt in a bigger way. Israel was the representative of God that was called out of Egypt in the Old Testament. Now there's a higher representative, Jesus Christ, and he's going to be called out of Egypt. To be called out of Egypt, he has to first go to Egypt, which that's what part of this fleeing is. He's going to Egypt so that eventually he'll be called back out of Egypt. We'll hear about that tomorrow. Herod's going to die and Mary and Joseph are going to bring Jesus back out of Egypt. God's going to call him out of Egypt. This is going to be fulfillment of a prophecy. By my count, Matthew has three or four times already, and we're not even done with chapter two in the book of Matthew, referred to Old Testament passages, Old Testament prophecies, and pointed specifically to them saying, hey, readers, hey, Jewish people who are still trying to figure out if this Jesus Christ is the real deal and if his gospel is reliable. Let me help you connect the dots. This passage that you're familiar with from the Old Testament that said this, it was prophesying a time and a circumstance that we saw fulfilled in the person and life of Jesus Christ. We talked about this from the beginning. Matthew's audience and his agenda is specifically to convince Jews that Jesus is the one who was talked about as the Messiah who would come, as the king who would reign forever, as the descendant from the line of David, and here as the son who would be called out of Egypt. So the question has to land in our laps. Do you believe that Jesus was the Messiah? If you do, your life is forever changed. If you trust him, you're saved, you're forgiven, you're set free, you're clothed with the righteousness of Christ that he lived on this earth and the penalty that you owe for your sin has been paid by his death and it should reorient your entire life, the purposes, the reason you spend the time you spend, the money you spend, the reason that you have interests and affections for some things and not other things. The whole purpose of our lives should be reoriented around this truth if we believe Jesus is the Messiah. If you don't believe Jesus is the Messiah, then the Bible is very clear that your sin is not covered and you're still an enemy of God. And you've got time before you die, before you meet your maker and are finally judged to get that squared away. All it takes is receiving Christ, believing in his name, confessing with your mouth that Jesus is Lord and believing in your heart that God raised him from the dead. Jesus is the Messiah. Praise the Lord. The Daily Dose is a podcast of Christian Crusaders Radio and Internet Ministry. Please subscribe to this podcast, leave a five-star rating, and prayerfully consider financially supporting our ministry at christiancrusaders.org, where you can also find our weekly 30-minute radio broadcast, which airs on stations around the world, and where you can listen to our Conversations podcast featuring inspiring interviews with interesting Christians. We also want to highlight two ministry partners— First is the Cedar Falls Bible Conference, whose conference videos and schedule of year-round events and activities are available at cedarfallsbibleconference.com. And please consider joining us for their 101st annual conference on Saturday, July 30th through Saturday, August 6th in 2022. Second, if you or someone you know could benefit from an anonymous online Christian mentor, please visit issuesiface.com, which is provided by Power to Change Digital Strategies, our other ministry partner. Thank you for listening, and may God richly bless you.